This podcast, How Long Gone, is brought to you by Cash App, the easiest way to send, spend, save, and invest. Cash App helps you connect effortlessly with your finances, with your people. Uh, so in the spirit of things that are, in fact, money, here's how DJ Them Jeans uh, stays connected with his people. So I was over in San Francisco this weekend, Bay Area, hanging out in Dolores Park. And there's a lot of people there who sell drugs. And there's, uh, you know... Over the years, people will say, you know, hey, I got a little dime bag. Give them a $10 bill and keep it moving. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, I'm over there laying in the park. We got shrooms, ketamine, you know, all this molly, whatever you want. They take cash up. They got the QR code right there. That's nice. In, in, in today's cashless society, if you need to buy drugs in a legal way. I see. If you're sharing a perfect day with your friends at the park, spending your money on uh, legal drugs, saving it, or investing it, splitting, tipping, donating, gifting it. It's the number one finance app in the App Store. Download Cash App from the App Store or Google Play today to add your cash tag to the 80 million and counting. ready uh how long gone it's your illustrious co-host chris black coming to you live from the beautiful ennis hotel in upstate new york jason how are you it's a it's a busy day over here in glendale as i'm preparing to go to new york for like a i don't know like eight days something like that jason's ready to touch down in the city touch the stage and touch down in the city and i I can't wait to welcome you with open arms to the rotten apple (laughs) The weather up here is beautiful. I hope the weather in the city is beautiful. Um, I did something um, new today that I kind of wanted to talk about. Okay, okay. So this is the first time topping? Uh, no, I said talk about. Got it. Okay. You said it was something new. I just didn't. I, I thought. I don't know if you had climbed that mountain yet. but No, no, no. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take a guess. This is less apple picking and more fitness related. I could be wrong. I did something that I never thought I would do, and I've been kind of flirting with it for a while, but I was able today to run um, you know, five miles, relatively medium pace, but I was wearing a uh, technical turtleneck. Exquisite. You said what? That's right. So, so I'm I'm here uh, with Tracksmith, and they make like a they make a sweat wicking, you know, kind of like sexier dry fit, but a a turtleneck. You don't have to explain what a technical turtleneck is, Chris. I think we can all kind of do that math. Well, it sounded like you couldn't, so I just wanted to make sure that you understood, and I I felt like um I know what it means, but I haven't accepted it yet i understand and when you accept technical turtlenecks into your heart (laughs) it could it could change you but i felt like sophisticated and warm and it was just the perfect garment for a fall morning jog and i i don't know it made me i don't know how to feel i feel a little i'd feel different than i did before okay so you you're wearing technical sports gear because you're doing a run but since there's a little bit of a chill in the air that's yeah. where the the turtleneck comes into play i'm assuming it's not just a, a, a merely a, a cosmetic choice i would never make a merely cosmetic choice jason i'm more of a function guy um especially when it comes to the sporting arts um, that's a so, bold yeah. face lie that you just told us. <laughs> no, no, that's right. So <laughs> I, I did. I, I just felt um, it was it was like I was able to have my chilly morning coffee as I watched the leaves change, uh, you know, like wow. listening to folklore um, <laughs> and then was also able to run. You know, obviously, I had the four inch, you know, split shorts on mm-hmm. on the bottom because, you know, but the 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 turtleneck because Brendan from J Crew wore one in this shoot, and people were like, "Why is this motherfucker wearing a turtleneck?" And I also agree, "Why is this motherfucker wearing a turtleneck?" But now that I've tried it, I am now that motherfucker that people are going to be asking, "Why is he wearing a turtleneck?" Okay, so you're considering taking the technical turtleneck up a notch and doing a formal, like Buble style turtleneck? <laughs> no, no, you're, you're going to roast some chestnuts on an open fire type of turtleneck I lo- i've always loved a roll neck and and unfortunately um it's it's something that is hard to pull off but i think in a fitness setting i feel more able to take risks okay is it wait sorry to interrupt is there a difference between a turtleneck and a roll neck just you know for a lay person listening uh no just the t- the terminology roll neck is a is a british term got it uh turtleneck of course you know um we have to bring animals into it, innocent animals okay um over here in america so you so is it safe to say that you're a little ass went from roll tide to roll neck that's right that's right yeehaw bitch and country country chris is back on his east coast swag and i you know i i don't um 
I, I just don't know where this is going to take me from here, but I wanted to kind of talk to you about it openly because I do think that when running outdoors in the chillier months, this is kind of a, a solve you know, for that issue. It's not only a solve, but a salve exactly. for the heart and soul. So speaking of country, Chris, you are sort of in liberal country, upstate New York. Oh, I don't think upstate New York's not that liberal, to be honest with you. But there are where we well, are. I, I guess I guess maybe I should have said at one point in our lives, upstate New York yes. was a little more on the liberal side. Crunchy, woodstocky, you know, that kind of vibe, mushroom foraging, et cetera, et cetera. Now, of course, yeah. it's, uh, you know, it's where you go to LARP. As a uh, racist hill person, you mm-hmm. know, it's like Appalachia. Yeah. Is, is there a lot of, you see in some red action, some Trumpies, some American truck vehicles, gun nuts? I haven't left this beautiful enclave, if I'm being honest with you, which is, <laughs> which is full of artisanal goods, farm to table food, and beautiful fall foliage. So the, the guests are discouraged to. To, uh, to leave the grounds is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So there's probably a lot of similarities between our visit to San Francisco recently and what you have going on there. You know, the, the hotel staff say, you know, yeah. if you have to go outside, you know, bring a friend. You never you never know what's going to kind of crawl out uh, at you. But I, I wanted to talk about um, also um, throwing soup on paintings. Oh, yes. Because these, these people are going to continue to do this. And I don't know if they realize that it's meaningless. Well, there's, we're starting to run out of paintings to, to (laughs) yassify, yassify with tomatoes. Um, yeah, I've, I've been thinking a lot about it or not a lot, but every, every, it seems like every morning you look on Twitter and there's a new priceless work of art that we've all seen a thousand times. Of course. That uh, a a German passing is or yeah a German passing activist super super glues the side of his head to a, <laughs> yeah. a piece of art worth hundreds of millions of dollars when he, when man's when man's and his chick who doesn't shave her armpits put super glue on their palms and stick it to a wall mm-hmm. um to kind of stop billionaires from flying private planes I don't know if that's really kind of making the impact that they want it to make you know this type of activism does little more than annoying the masses especially lovers of art mm-hmm. and usually environmental folks who sort of already are on their side preaching to the choir it's just you know it's like museum goers and people you know like these are all people who probably agree with you it's not really uh, turning anybody new and and it is getting a little bit of news coverage but not necessarily the front page splash that they were hoping it would get but well i know that you personally are offended because it's like you would eat that tomato soup you know and you're kind of like why are you guys wasting this good campbell's product if alice waters made it yeah if, if, if the sun golds were in season i don't know what i don't know what they're doing over there but yeah I, what a few things that i that I was thinking like whenever you let's say you vandalize a piece of property okay public or private now we're talking is the crime just like a flat rate crime or at what point does the value of that good get taken into account great question when the punishment is happening so like if i deface a a priceless painting to me a guy from an emo band made in a zine and i put it on my wall with a value a street value of zero dollars you know like how do you attach you know like if i if i destroyed a hundred million dollar car or a building the market dictates the price jason i don't have time to explain that to you but i think that these people i think these <laughs> well, people, I'm, i guess the long the long or the short point of what i'm trying to make is will these people get insane jail time because they've ruined you know a val because you can you can never charge them up you know like all right you have to pay a fine it's going to be 270 million dollars i'm like cool i uh have three thousand. I think it's more based on. I think it's like anything else. It's like misdemeanor is like over or under. You know, felony <laughs> over or under a certain price. So I think they're gonna. Okay. I think they are gonna be hit with felony charges. Um, I would guess. I mean, I don't. I don't know what. I truly don't understand the point. So you're saying the value of this painting was more than nine hundred dollars? It's looking like that. Yes, and obviously. Oh fuck. Okay, these guys really are screwed. These guys are screwed. They're, and hopefully they'll hunger strike as well if they really want to get noticed. But I don't know where they're. You know, I think these people are also like. They're like eighteen-year-old white people with dreads. The people that I saw today were were at least you know in their forties or so. They're, but they're definitely like I, I just don't feel like any of these people. I, I don't know. I don't believe them. I feel like I feel like climate change activism is a little bit like you know you grew up in a nice house in the suburbs and now you're mad about I, it. Just doesn't feel authentic to me. It doesn't feel super authentic okay. to me. <laughs> the way that like 
burning a furrier wood. But maybe I'm just maybe I'm just projecting, obviously because of my background in animal rights uh issues. Okay, okay. No, that that does make sense. I mean, obviously any type of activism like this, you know, a lot of people will think this is, you know, something for rich whitey to do to feel bad about or something like that. Obviously climate change, I believe, is a real issue, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I, I think my uh, 5D chess theory, this is a obviously a psyop to get people to hate climate change activists mm-hmm. and to also take away these uh, liberal art strongholds, public museums, mm-hmm. you know, one more one more Campbell's soup can thrown it thrown at the Mona Lisa and m- museums will start stop closing, they'll stop you know it's all going to be in the metaverse Mm -hmm. so yeah it's not going to be worth it to stay open anymore you know it's we can't have nice things anymore no we can't because this is this just proves this does absolutely nothing and if you think that anyone that doesn't believe in climate change is going to believe because you destroy a painting let me tell you what chief they already hated that painting to begin with or they didn't know what it was <laughs> so they're not going to be they're not going to be super affected by that but maybe there is more to this i'm sh- i'm sure there is i i don't plan to find out um because i don't care yeah but it has been it has been interesting to watch as they because it's it's happened i mean it's happened like every day for a week i feel like yeah man i th- I think uh we should do less uh less activism like this because it you know it, it, it to me it has the impact of somebody streaking at a at a sports game yeah with like a a, a powerful message where nobody's going to take you seriously they're just only going to be annoyed by you even if they are on your side of the argument exactly i would say go something more of a Sinead o'connor on snl route mm-hmm. become an amazing singer or where the, lauren <laughs> michaels asks you to come and appear on the program yeah and then you know very clearly rip up a photo of the pope that sends quite a message that you know. do you think that steve lacy on saturday night live is going to rip up a picture of a private plane to kind of protest <laughs> climate change and when he when he's going to rip up a photo of a disposable camera because that <laughs> apparently really gets his crawl <laughs> oh god um well jason we do have a guest today an esteemed comedian um you you, mm-hmm. you know her from the World Wide web as well as her netflix special the twist she's gorgeous uh she has a book gotta feel modern tonight and she is the co-host of the seek treatment podcast uh cat cohen is her name and she's been a, a long time requested guest on how long gone so i'm glad we mm-hmm. can kind of mm-hmm. kind of nail her down for this and i'm excited to talk to her and get some laughs hopefully today because I just need him. Oh yeah, you know I need a, I need a laugh. Jason. After the day that you've had upstate, you need a laugh, don't you? After the yogurt granola, it wasn't coconut yogurt. So I'm kind of like, that's crazy, guys. Um, I'm kind of still reeling from that. Um, but I'm gonna go jump on a pile of leaves real quick, and then we'll talk to Cat. Okay, bye. So you're are you on the road right now, Cat? No, I'm actually I'm in New York, but I'm flying to L.A. in like three hours i'm leaving in in about 12 hours i'm flying to new york ain't that a son of a bitch i know because aren't y'all doing your your live show mm-hmm. that would have been so fun where are you doing it again bowery ballroom and then music hall williamsburg next friday you know what you just you just cut out we're doing it at the bowery ballroom <laughs> oh very uh, tomorrow and then williamsburg music hall the following week there's a few that's gonna be amazing few tickets still left just a handful maybe a baker's dozen at the most by the time oh, this fabulous. episode goes up yeah there's gonna be none why are you going to la cat so i'm shooting this tv show and we're shooting it part of it in la is this is the classic tale as old as time we actually do film a lot here. Yeah, I've heard that. And with Hollywood, California, I, I couldn't resist. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, it's interesting to meet you guys because I'm, you know, I'm really not connected to Los Angeles in any way, shape, or form. So the fact that I'm talking to you, who are in my mind so LA, mm-hmm. on the day that I'm going, is really beautiful. All right. So you think that we're very LA in my mind? Okay. But what do I know? <laughs> I just I just work here. No, you're not. You're not wrong. <laughs> I'm born and raised SoCal, baby. Born and raised. He's a Southern guy, though. Chris, where were you? Where were you being would I was being would in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh my god! <laughs> too, I mean, you know, I'm a Southern belle too. Where are you from? I'm from Houston. Oh, okay. I I oh, love man. Houston. It's actually a special city that I really like, and I like Texas in general. And I think it gets a bad rap. I love that. I mean, it definitely ruined my life, but I I don't think I'd be the amazing. I start crying. The amazing woman I am today. Why? If I didn't grow up somewhere that I hated. was it the crawfish, the drugs. What was it that ruined your life down in Houston? <laughs> 
How did you know? Um, <laughs> no, so I'm, even though I, my dad's Jewish, I went to like very evangelical, mm-hmm. like schools and camps that taught me my body was the opposite of a wonderland. In fact, a prison. And Mm -hmm. that is why I can't stop talking about sex publicly for the rest of my days. So you're (laughs) saying that you're, you were oppressed and now you let that out via sex talk. Yeah. (laughs) Constant Mm -hmm. ST sex talk. Um, yeah, I was oppressed by society. Um, ever heard of it? And it's been an uphill battle ever since. So I had to get, but honestly, I I hear you because now when I go back to Houston, my parents still live there. I'm like, oh my god! It's mm-hmm. the food, the culture. <laughs> what a vibe! I love it. Yeah, they have like Indian food there now, and all kinds of crazy stuff. Don't do that, Jason. Your hero, Anthony Bourdain, told me that that is the most diverse city in in America. It's it, there's four million people, I think, who live there. That sounds very diverse. That's a lot when you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> did you know any people that weren't white growing up or did you kind of stick no, to your own? No, of course not. Um, no, I did, I did know some, but I went to very, I definitely went to very like white. You're sweet for Christian asking that though, Chris. Private school You're vibes. sweet. Did you wear a uniform or were you just hot naturally? Of course. No, I absolutely wore a uniform that was like, that, mm, <laughs> it was a uniform that makes me not understand why uniforms are hot because it was like this long, like plaid, long, long skirt. We had to wear them long. Bathsheba-esque. Like, yeah, exactly. We had to wear the Bathsheba uniform to keep the boys away. So was it was it touching the ankles? Like we're not even getting a little calf? No, I'd rather I'd rather have something touch my ankles than like the top of my knee. Do you know what I mean? I see. You're saying it's either got to be short, short. I like either short, short or long, long. I live in extremes. I'm a hedonist. <laughs> That's actually crazy. Top of the knee is like Phoebe Bridgers in the Tom Brown skirt. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, that would that doesn't work on my form. That doesn't work on my shape. So when did you learn what skirts worked okay. on your shape? Because I think that I'm still I'm still trying to figure that out because I was trying to squeeze into one last weekend and it wasn't working. Oh, what happened? It was just too small for Jason and I. We mm. we don't usually share clothes, but last weekend we kind of were forced to. Well, Chris still thinks he's a two when he's <laughs> not. So sisterhood of the traveling male escort. It's it's bulking season, so unfortunately my hips kind of wouldn't slither in there. Totally. I'm trying to think when I liked when I learned how to dress for the body I deserved. Um, probably not to like after college because even like even like my first few years in New York, I remember like going for like a low rise going into the American apparel store and like desperately trying to squeeze my hips into these pants that like so much of my life was just being like, Oh, can I have a bigger size? And they're like, Oh, that actually has never existed. There's never been someone as big as you. And you're like, okay, cool. So that's my journey. I'm sorry, ma'am. Can you stand here? I want to, I want to introduce you to my child. We've never seen someone like you before. If you could just come, if you could just no. stand. How did you quietly. get in this store? You shouldn't be here. Ma'am. American apparel acted like I was Guinness book of world records. That's well, to, to, be, to be fair, those clothes, clothes were a lot tighter than, and we talk about that era as maybe the ugliest era of our lifetimes. Aesthetically. Right. Like, do you think, I mean, did you have the gold LeMay bodysuit or did you kind of keep it low key? I had the gold LeMay bike shorts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put me in jail really bad. I actually wore, I actually kind of unearthed them during the pandemic and my friend came over and saw me wearing them and she's like, what the fuck? She's like, you look sort of naked, but worse. Because <laughs> they're like almost my skin color, but shiny. It's metallic nude. Metallic nude. Love it. That was a re- look. I don't, I think those are bad, but Jason and I both owned a purple zip up hooded sweatshirt. So you, you can decide who loses. Barney does improv. It was giving very much MGMT <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. Well, what, so what, when you were in your COVID mental health zone where you felt today's the day i wear these gold (laughs) metallic bike shorts like what was what was going on up top the covid mental health zone that was i was like off the richter at that point that was not i was someone so you weren't doing so hot you weren't doing so hot oh not to be unique but it was one of the worst times of my life Really? Because you just miss socializing so much and like going to the gym or because you had You didn't COVID. want to do the drive through movie theater stand-up shows. You didn't want to do Zoom comedy. I mean, I just, I really felt like 2019, I was like, okay, I'm the most successful person in the world. And then every opportunity I had was like, ha, 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 fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And I was like, mm. wow, I guess I can't control things, which is something I'm still sort of grappling with. But mm-hmm. I was always someone who was very, I'm very... um I'm hypochondriac vibes and mm-hmm. finally 2020 I bit the bullet and I was like just give me give me the antidepressants I don't care what they do to me okay so you're so on antidepressants I thought you were going to say you asked someone to give you COVID to kind of get it over with because you haven't caught it yet <laughs> can you give me a shot 
I had the, I did think about that. So so side effects be damned. Let's get this Zoloft going. Well, Butrin. I was like, there's gotta be. I'm I'm randomly on prose, which is so vintage. That is very. <laughs> That's 90s. a nice TBT. What are, What are some of the best, like top three side effects from Prozac? Um, I'm bigger than I've ever wanted to be. <laughs> I can't come, and I don't know if I like myself. So I that it, this is a I'm a walking advertisement. But I do I, I do notice that when I go off it, I kind of feel really bad. So you know. <laughs> that's what I was gonna. That's what I, that's. So it's a drug. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Do you guys like anything? Oh, I, I, I like drugs a lot. Yeah. I don't take any of them yeah. except supplements, of course, a handful a day. Um, but nothing. No, you don't. Yeah. I take hella suppies. You don't? <laughs> what do you take? I don't believe in that. You don't believe in that, but you believe in these life altering pills? Yeah. I love, I'm addicted to, doc- to doctors. <laughs> okay. I haven't been to the doctor in a long time. I just take regular supplements, you know, vitamin C, a probiotic, okay. you know, okay. just a handful of things. Nothing, nothing too crazy jason are you pro vitamin too uh no not really i take wellness formula every morning um i take that too. i am a wellness formula girl so i don't get sick and whenever i'm about to travel then i'll up the dosage okay but otherwise no not really i mean i get everything i need from beef liver that i eat raw every day and you <laughs> know awesome. stuff like that. yeah thanks i think it's psychosomat yeah he does the thing where he t- tans his asshole as well and he's seen a lot of <laughs> He's kind of seen a lot of Every ben- benefits. The dogs don't like it. The dogs don't like it, but it's kind of <laughs> helping. Is there? A, what do they call that? Is there a term for that? There is a term for it, but I I don't know. I don't know it. Like, but there, I read it a term for it like recently. It's like not earth walking, like earth ho- earth holing, sucking, <laughs> sun sucking. Earth holing is a great great hardcore band. Um, sun bottoming. <laughs> That's good. Can you mix the ganja with the Prozac, or do you have to keep it? you know kind of like natural wine only i'm honored that you think i could enjoy weed for even a second i have <laughs> never had fun on that drug ever do you think that you're you have any hope whatsoever no i've enjoyed it every now and then for a little sleep but <laughs> i love this and this is an interesting sentence i love to drink and that's more my speed okay mm-hmm. so 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 you're just having like a vodka soda at home while you watch TV <laughs> or like what do you mean a little you like ranch to- water from my <laughs> yeah. real housewives Yeah are you are you I mean I go through I go through phases but I'm definitely like watch out boys I'm a little bit of a whiskey girl Oh no <laughs> Are you are you oh, Get over it get over it you two you're freaking out I've been tangled with a whiskey gal in a while You're screaming at me on your podcast <laughs> So you're saying that you would go to the bar and like order a beer and a shot or just the whiskey? Both. I'm not afraid. <laughs> I love it. Especially when it's cold. You know, I love the cold weather. So especially when it's cold, it's the little burr. Mm-hmm. What's, yeah. your drink? What's y'all's drink of choice? So Chris is sober. That's why he, he liked drugs so much that he had to stop. Oh, so you don't do any drugs anymore. Or do you have, can you have weed? Are you Cali sober? No, that's a fallacy. And I don't participate <laughs> in that. But I did smoke weed when it wasn't cool. And I'm glad that I got out before <laughs> seeing what Well, then, Chris, how do you feel about, ready for this, Demi Lovato's Shroom Room? <laughs> can you tell me more? We love Demi on this podcast, by the way. Oh, absolutely. Uh-huh. I was watching her, their home tour. And <laughs> it, she goes... She's like, just because you're sober? Because she's it, she's she again, right? Uh, yeah, she's gone back to she. And and okay. she also was like a big sober person. That was like her identity for a while. Right. So she goes on the interview, she, just because you're sober doesn't mean you can't feel like you're on shrooms. And in this room, I'm on shrooms. Oh. And it's just oh. like a really colorful room. And it's really, really spooky. It's really scary and sad. We need to get her a conservator. Oh, no. Yeah, she needs a she need no she needs she needs to get Britney fifty one fifty. She does like that. She's she's the thing. I just don't understand. I mean, this is why obviously Demi Lovato is famous. This is the problem. But like the absolute undying compulsion to make every little thing the oh. public's business when it just it just doesn't. It's just it's like I don't care anything. No one cares about you at all mm-hmm. except your fans. Like we don't need to know about your shroom. But here room. I am telling mm-hmm. you about it on your own podcast. Very Demi. Lovato-esque. Who's her man? Who's her man? She's got a man, right? Does she have a man? A person? <laughs> I think she went through an. Uh, I think she went through a phase where she was smashing only MMA guys. Slay. <laughs> I know. I think uh, uh, of all the people I know, all the all the fellows I've known who have had like a mushroom room in their house, not necessarily to sti- simulate the effects of it, but like 
here's the room that we do drugs in kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. All those people have been sort of me too'd or canceled in some way. Cool. So I, I feel like having the shroom room in your house is a little bit of a flag. Mm-hmm. Have you built with Demi before? Have I what? You know, to politic, perhaps. What does that mean? Broken bread. Hung out with? <laughs> Broke <laughs> no. bread? Never have I ever. My fingers are up. I have not. Have you ever kibitzed with Demi Lovato? (laughs) (laughs) No, but I'm open to the idea. Okay, so uh, now that, like, after you had your Netflix special come out, what type of Mm -hmm. celebs, blue check? And by the way, thank you. By the way, thank you. Yeah, check it out. It's (laughs) on Netflix. It's on Netflix. You did that thing. You did that special, and it was special. Thank you. I I love it. I got to say, I have a double question for that. Mm. What are the blue check celebs coming out? Like, is Chrissy Teigen sending you the DM like, yes, that was so sick? Do you know what? anything like that happen? I'm openly sure sharing with you that no one cared for a single second and i was ready my dms were wide open quivering dripping wet ready <laughs> gaping. to get gaping gaping dms <laughs> and not a single celebrity felt comfortable really supporting me you're not saying an nfl player you're not saying an <laughs> nfl player tried to hit or anything not even for a second I, I would and i would welcome the opportunity um <laughs> no it was mostly I, I got some very sweet messages from like women in the Midwest who felt hashtag seen, which made every time I got one of those, I would be sobbing. Uh-huh. And I don't mean like Bo Burnham, like real celebrities. <laughs> I would. Okay. I think it's, I'm going to publicly say, why hasn't Bo Burnham ever called me on the phone? He's like, Kat, I like your stuff. <laughs> I'm ready I to collaborate. You want, you want Bo to direct your shit because that's how you get, that's how the hockey stick growth happens, right? As a, as a young comedian. I, I adore, I've adored Bo for, for years. I'm ready to, I'm, I'm putting it, I'm manifesting. Well, Bo definitely does not listen to this show, so we can't put that call out there. <laughs> Bo knows that I'm not a fan, so I don't think he's ever going to, I don't think he's ever going to listen. I don't get it. Um, I just don't well, get it. Well, I guess instead of celebs, like uh, maybe a lot of younger comedians, writers, people that are doing the same thing you're doing, musicians, performers watched your show. I hope so. I think so. But, um, I love it. What do you think? Um, uh, like, I, I guess they would want to know, like, how does your life change? After that Netflix special drops, I guess we we have learned that no celebrities contact you whatsoever. <laughs> so it, it seems like we're not off to a good start. But like, what does that feel like to like open yeah, up Netflix yeah. on your TV and be like, "That's me, motherfucker!" And I can click on me. Is there any benefit? <laughs> did you lose? It sounds like you may have lost money on this. <laughs> yeah. Did you? Did they take you out to a dinner at Carbone to sign you at least, or not even that? This was all. It was also like this all happened. It was supposed to tape in 2020, so it was very, like, years of being, like, how are we going to do this? So I I was just so, so happy that we were able to tape it. Like, I was sequestering myself for, like, a month, and the night that we got to tape it was, like, the best night of my life. And that was that, and I threw, my, threw mm-hmm. myself a huge party. That was really fun. And um, my, the only, my life hasn't really changed at all, except that I have a picture of myself next to a billboard of myself, which is all you could ever okay. want. I love that. I love that they throw everybody a bone with the billboard. It's it's such a cool Hollywood <laughs> move. I said, if I don't get a billboard, like I would look at who did get bilbs, and I was like, if I don't go <laughs> yeah. bilb, I'm I'm gonna pass away. So I briefly went bilb, but I want to be open about this. It was not super cool. It was a rotating one, so I had to wait for myself oh. to come up. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I, I don't mean to, if this kind of causes something, I, I apologize. It wasn't digital, was it? I can't hear you. you broke, you're breaking up. It wasn't digital. It wasn't. You're, di- break, you're breaking <laughs> up. You're breaking up. Next question. You are breaking up. And so I can't hear you. What about you? How did y'all's, how did y'all's lives change after my Netflix? <laughs> I, I watched it when it first came out, obviously on marijuana. So I forgot a large cool, yeah. swath of it. But I refreshed myself and watched it last night. Oh, my God. That's so nice. It's hard to sit through some things, but I think it's really good. So. It is hard to sit through a lot of comedy on Netflix, um, but I sat all the way through yours. And there were there was I mean, I was more so overwhelmed by the amount of hard work and like shit that you did beforehand to make the, like a seamless production. Oh, thank you. That was it was it was quite impressive and something that I don't know if I would ever be able to do. <laughs> I need you to do the exact, the, my exact show. I um, no, that was it. Was like probably five, five years all in all of of working on five it, years of it, of it evolving. Because there's what like five or six songs in it, as well as stand up, right? Or storytelling. Lots of songs and then jokes that would just like I just like yeah I would I would do the show sort of like monthly for a year or two and add things and take things away mm. and then and then I I kind of for, honestly I forgot it all. 
But thankfully, I had a recording of my show that I listened to after quarantine so I could like remind myself who I was. Is that hard for you to do? That's very hard for me to do. Is what hard to do? To, re- to, to what? Like, to watch the game tape. Oh, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's very healthy. That's not. Well, I've, I've always been like when you hear like Norm MacDonald telling old stories and old jokes, like, all, like every comedian seems to have a thousand different jokes just in their mental Rolodex they can pull up at any time. And I've heard and told thousands of jokes in my life, and I couldn't recall two of them. Oh, I don't know. I definitely forget things. I, I mean, I write, I write stuff down, and then once you do, some, once you repeat something a lot, then it sort of lodges in there, mm. like a song. Yeah, I mean, it's like riding a bike, baby. Okay. I saw you. I saw you sing live uh, at Susan's show. Oh my god, that was such chaos, though, because they were so. So it's it's sort of humiliating to do what I do because sometimes you have to walk into a space and ask if someone can play a karaoke track for you. And the people at that venue were not pleased with me. And I was in this Gucci dress with my tits like fully out. And I was like, can you play my track? And they're like, go away. <laughs> but that was fun. And they're like, I it was, fucking hate fashion week. Yeah, yeah it was chaos. It, it was fun. It was fun. But I, I, I'm like a known on the record, like I don't like comedy kind of guy. Oh, I support that. I honestly open-heartedly support that it's really horrible and toxic and damaging and when you got up there with the with the boom box i was like oh here we fucking go and then <laughs> and then i have to say you you really won me over i really loved the song you don't have to say that to me i no, i trust me i wouldn't because i've definitely not okay. watched your special i'll accept it so I, accept what it. song did the, she do chris Oh, I don't remember. I, mean, I did a new one. Oh, okay, okay. It's not like it's a, it's not like it's it's not like it's like a Janet Jackson okay, okay. cover. That I, I wasn't remember. sure when you said a karaoke <laughs> track if it was a it was an existing song. Uh, an original. Even, even here's a worse phrase: an original karaoke track. <laughs> that you're you're blazing one new up. trails with original karaoke music. Now, where do y'all stand on Taylor Allison Swift? <sighs> I didn't want to talk about this, but we don't have to. I just didn't know where you stood, and I wanted to be feel. I wanted to know how safe I could feel. I think she's the most. Um, she's like the least genuine celebrity we've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> which is like a crazy record Expand on that my brother to break but like i i think that it's just like every single every single thing that gets like debated about her lyrics and shit is just like her absolutely being like oh you know what this time i'm gonna make these idiots think i'm gay oh the gay the gayler stuff is out of control <laughs> i just don't believe i don't believe anything she says like mm-hmm. i think she's a full robot mm-hmm. but i also just don't think the music's been good i, I mean like when, when it's a hit it's a hit i just don't think this record is good it's kind of boring i i was more enthralled by folklore and evermore but i'm enjoying my you know i don't i don't like here's what i'll say i don't like sports i don't like star wars Mm -hmm. it's really fun for a brief moment in time to like something that a lot of people like this is your foray into the marvel universe or something this is my this is my marvel yeah, because I can't stand any of that. That's yeah. a good way to look at it. That, and I, f- I feel like I do that. I participate in things like that where I'm like, oh, everybody likes this. It's fun. Ooh, like what? What's your favorite thing that, that everyone likes? I like a lot of dumb shit that everybody likes, like music wise. Jason knows. I'm trying to think of something, but like, I, you know, like. Harry Styles. Harry, yeah, I love Harold Stylish. Brooks love Brothers Harry. clothing. <laughs> He's really, really grading me these days. Because his pretend gayness is worse than Taylor's? Y- yeah. <laughs> But see, the difference is, I think, I think Harold has had a dick in his mouth. Oh, I think I can see that. I think it's a beautiful image. <laughs> I, I think that T- Taylor's probably had a titty in her mouth as well, Chris. I don't know if she has, bro. Which 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 Heim you think Taylor hook up with? <laughs> <laughs> Why am I not in Heim yet? It doesn't make any sense. Look at me, it's fucked up. What instrument can you play? I can play instruments. Honestly, you. You opening for Heim would make a lot of sense for like a stadium tour. What say you? Okay. I want to say this is that my cousin, who also looks like a Heim sister, I'm going to say this phrase, made me go with her to the Heim concert. And I, the whole time I was like drunk on, say, with my vodka sodas yelling, why don't they know about me? Why don't they know about me? I le- left halfway through. I, I I'm sure they know about you. Did you leave halfway through because you're not a huge fan of the music? I have to. I'm going to admit that. Yeah, I'm not a huge. Okay. Is that bad? I actually, I actually came around on Heim, and I, I saw a show, and I was very impressed. I was like, kind of, I, I 
didn't know what to expect and I was very impressed with the show and that's something popular. The show was really fun. Yeah. The show was really fun, but I it's not um I've never fa- I never, I enjoy the music but I never been like I have to go listen to that again. Mm-hmm. Now the real question is following up your Taylor question. Are you mad that I just did I drop that bomb on your podcast? Uh no, it's okay. Have you already dissected it? Have you already have you guys already dissected it on a recent No, we episode? don't really talk about Taylor Swift because it's just kind of like I just don't think it's that interesting. I'm just like <laughs> it's all the same. As much as we love to gay bait um, there wasn't enough real fat for us to chew on with the new Taylor release. It was just kind of like it came out and I was like, some me- some of these melodies are pretty nice in a Taylor way where you're like, sounds good, but like, what's that song about? What is she saying? Mm-hmm. How does yeah. it go? I don't remember any of it. But when it comes on, I'm like, that's a nice melody. Okay, I okay. also think I also think that she's a virgin. Um, I hear that, but I... I don't agree. Okay. I'm just going to put it out there. I, I just don't know. These actors, these like actors that are famous in Europe or whatever, you know, it's like, what are these guys? You think these, <laughs> do you think these guys are knocking the bottom out of T-Swift? I don't think so. Do you think she's Barbie, Barbie sealed? Oh, 100%. <laughs> 100%. 100 Barbie sealed. I think that my question, and this is this is for, for both of you, of course, but Jason, I know, is, is a major fan, but... I'm pretty sure this Rihanna song that's coming out tomorrow is going to be a snoozer. Really? And I'm I'm calling it now massive dud. Well, she so doesn't need anything from us. You know what I mean? Like she's untouchable. Mm. You know, without flaw. Yeah, I think I'm I'm a little pissed off that the first time we're getting new music from Riri in some time, it's it's a movie soundtrack song. It's never ah, good. It's tough. She it's always tough. like she contractually has to like have one line in verse three about how like the bad guys are going to lose in from the you know it's just gonna be some bullshit like that yeah i hear you but there's we've reached this new pinnacle in our crumbling society where basically you have to like it you have to like rihanna you have to like taylor swift you have to like beyonce and if you don't you're gonna get you're gonna get doxxed they're gonna like (laughs) release your mom's social security number or you might just get killed you know, I don't know. <laughs> I, I it's agree. It's just like, I don't know where we go from here. Like, it's okay to be I'm like. I'm currently tied to this office chair. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say about BTS? I know nothing about BTS, except that sort of that's what BTS is. For listeners at home, there's a gun pointed right at her head. <laughs> <laughs> she keeps, cat keeps blinking for some reason when I'm BTS comes up. What is it? Are you guys see you see you back at home? You'll never understand how much what a funny moment we just had because we're actually all on video together laughing so hard. Mm-hmm. You'll never understand. We were doing some type of braille like sign. We were signing. I was really yeah. I was really deep. I was briefly really deep into a TikTok conspiracy about like a mother and her daughter being locked in like an upside down room. <laughs> Anyone? Like as a prank or like a real thing? Like a real thing where they would dress them, they would, like they were sort of dressing themselves up as dolls and making these videos. But everyone's like, if you look in the corner, like the room is sealed with like a deadbolt. And if you look at their hand signals, like, are you, are you, is that part of your world? No, but I no, like no, it. no. We don't look at TikTok, but this sounds sick so far. You don't look at TikTok? I was no, actually wondering no, about no, that about y'all. No, no we're no, both straight, no, no. so we don't really have any use for it. <laughs> I, I has less to do with my sexual sexuality and more to do with my age. Like, I just mm-hmm. can't engage with that i feel like it's a bridge too far do you all have a shred of bi or are you full street <laughs> i have a shred of bi i don't know about chris i love it i have like a really small shred but yeah i'm mostly oh bi. really I'm, I'm i'm straight as hell bro fuck off i i'm fully straight but every now and i might what i say to say public is i really like when big tits are pushed up against a shower wall there we go yeah that's cool Isn't I'm, it sorry. I'm sorry that's something that we can all universally agree upon yeah that's my shred Shower titties. Shower tits forever. Live, laugh, and live, laugh, and love. We all have our thing. But TikTok is, I have to tell you guys, it's a little bit important. I believe that. So I've heard, yeah. but it hasn't been yeah. important to my life. Yeah. But also, as a podcaster, it is sort of important to our life because we're all content creators here on the digital platform. <laughs> and, and there's been... I prefer you know, I prefer a digital storyteller. Okay, I'm sorry. You're a digital world builder, just like <laughs> oh, I am. But I mean... The, the the thing that I get pissed off about it uh, is like we we create long form content. You know, you're you had an hour long special. You do hour long podcasts every week. Uh, so do we. Mm-hmm. But everything has to be clipified for TikTok now. Every every joke you do has to be a video of you talking about this joke on your Zoom thingy, or every little thing has to be a clip. Mm-hmm. Every stand up show, it's never any jokes. It's always crowd work of like, look at this guy, bubble. You know, like. 
Where where do you stand on the on the clipification? Is it something you like to do, or is it something that you resist? I think it's a necessary evil. Yeah. So as to draw more people to, um, mm-hmm. I've hired. I actually hired an amazing woman to like cut together clips of mine and post them for me, so I don't have to do it because it's a very tedious task. Yeah. But I think I like to think it drives traffic to what I do care about, which is the special it's cool okay. that you, it's cool that you gave a woman a job though congrats on that kudos <laughs> and you said you like to you said you like to think that it drives traffic but do you does it <laughs> does it drive traffic does it work does it actually work because do you feel like you are getting a value for the money that you've paid this female creator <laughs> this up and coming woman in media <laughs> um i don't know i, I i'm not foc- i'm not focused on that okay <laughs> I'm not super focused on my growth right now. <laughs> how often do you look? How often do you look at your bank balance? One time a day, or all like five times a day? My bank, my money bank. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how often do you open the City National checking account on the app and kind of just smile? I look. I never. I don't look at it. That's a big no no. You don't look at it because you're just spending crazy. I'm doing bad things with my Apple Pay. <laughs> what are you copying? I, you don't seem coconut like coconut water. What are you copying? Gear. No, definitely no, no, no. Um, I do spend. I I do spend a lot of money on takeout, which sucks because what a boring thing. Yeah. Um, clothes. And really bad shoot. for the environment. Um, so clothes, DoorDash, <laughs> Deliveroo, Ubers. Oh, so Ubers. you're just okay. So, but but when's the last time you took a regular Uber X? As opposed to what the fancy one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always go. I always go regular. I'm not. Oh, honey. Please. I'm relatable. Honey. Okay, Kat. <laughs> question for you. Speaking of Deliveroo, speaking of seamless, calling it calling an Uber XL is. I mean, you're just a regular. I, chick. I can't let I can't let myself go there. I'm not. I'm not ready. What if you have a group of four girlies? And you need to be private, but also. Lo- oh my god, <laughs> I miss that. I haven't. Done, I haven't had like a night like that in so long. That's such a fun vibe. I know, right? Maybe we can do it in LA. Yeah. Huh? Okay, so Kat, here's here's a seamless question. You're both you're both screaming at me. I know. So sorry, Kat. <laughs> shut the fuck out. up for one second. I have a question about seamless. So you go out with the girlies, Uber XL, amazing night. You go to the box, Bossa Nova, etc. You're hung over the next day. Night. What are you? What are you ordering on Seamless? What I, I know you have a go-to hangover. Oh, uh, I'm a ramen. Really? You're slurping in bed? Wow. I slurp. What I do is I sit. I sit in front of my couch, like so. My so the, my chin is almost at the coffee table, and then I sort of like lean my head back, like a cat with a saucer of milk. Yeah, this is a thing women do. That style of sitting, where you're on the floor, mm-hmm. back on the it couch. It is my female privilege. Men yeah. don't. Men don't do that. We we. Oh, just my don't. boyfriend can't. He can't sit on the floor for a single second. He starts. He looks so so pained because <laughs> he's a real man. He knows he can't get down to that level. It's, yeah, it's below ladies him. really do be eating soup on the floor, and I am not mad at that. <laughs> <laughs> honestly it's one of my favorite activities i feel so relaxed eating soup on the floor do you have a smattering of other beverages do you have like an iced coffee a diet coke a water a coconut a kombucha and the ramen well one, can I, one of my favorite questions if we, if we all have, you know what i'm saying you haven't said the question yet but yeah <laughs> but chris looked like he knew what i was saying if you had five we each have five fingers on this hand you uh-huh. have a drink on each one for the rest of your life oh fuck what would it be okay that's good. So for me, I'll start just so everyone feels comfortable and safe. Mm-hmm. Um, number one is going to be, and no one freak out, room temperature Evian water. I fuck with that. Nice. Number two, ice cold DC from the can. No ice, just from the can. No straw. No, no straw. In the can. <laughs> okay. Sacrilege. If you're in full beat, you don't really want to get your lipstick on the can. But... <laughs> I'm, you know, I... <laughs> if you're in the industry, you would know. But what's your third finger, sweetie? Sweetie. <laughs> Hold on, sweetie. I was talking. Third finger is hot black coffee. Don't care if it's fancy. Don't even. I need something to go through my system just at all times. Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. okay, okay. Now let me think. Just throwing coal on the fire. Now. Okay, yeah. This, this is where it gets tough. Ring and pinky. Ringy and pinky. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to my guns. One is gonna be like Jameson meat, <laughs> and one's gonna be. Dirty kettle vodka martini. Do you do you call it JMO at the bar? <laughs> yes, she does. Yes, she does. <laughs> not, not until <laughs> let today. Me get two, let me get two JMOs. Uh, JMO for my real friends. 
So the lame-o <laughs> for my Jame friends. You're fired. You, so the fifth one was a dirty, a dirty vodka martini. That's for the when the when the weather's warm. It's a vodka martini. And then is is it a blue cheese olive okay. or a regular olive? I I'm gonna tell you all this. Blue cheese is the one food I can't ever ever eat. That's the one. It tastes nice. bad. It's nasty. Everyone's lying. Mm, I like blue. So for me, it's golden milk latte. Golden milk latte. <laughs> golden, no, <laughs> Come on. Uh, no, tell me for real. <laughs> no, I mean, it's got to be, I, th- I think, I love an ice cold sparkling water. Nice. Do you have a soda stream? No, 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 no. Good. That's, that soda stream is broke boy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't do it. Plas- plastics? Please. No, I, you have to, you have to Instacart eight cases of plain LaCroix once a week or you're doing it, you're doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like mm-hmm. to mix the, plain pure lacroix with like a, a fun gatorade arctic blast like a blue like a half blue spritz oh i love that too nice i agree with you on the on the plain black coffee in the morning if i don't have my java first thing in the morning i'm a real grumpy guy i love orange juice and then uh maybe the last one Oh God! It's probably going to be a martini for me as well. Vod. Vod. But I cycle. Summertime is with lemon twist. Winter time is with blue cheese olive. Oh, that's great! I support that. Last thing I have to say to you guys before last thing I'll say in my entire life: Do you know what's so good? Red Gatorade. <laughs> like fruit punch flavor. Fruit punch. That's just fruit punch. It is. Do y'all have red? No, do y'all have the red one? When I had it, I was like, "Oh my God, it's so good." <laughs> Blue is sort okay. of like expected, but when you go red, it's so classic. It's nineties. Mm-hmm. It's like you've been hiding under. I only do. Time. I only. I only do like lemon lime. What? Uh, what? Where do you feel about the electrolyte? Like the thick, kind of syrupy, seminal cousin of Gatorade. What's that? Have you seen like the the Pedialyte like baby formula? I don't support that. <laughs> That's not my culture. <laughs> You're not a breeder. Pre- Pedialyte. I can't even say it. Pedialyte. <laughs> <laughs> it's you know if you have a dehydrated infant it's sort of like this thick extra electrolyte enhanced water mm-hmm. but they started making sports drinks because hungover people began drinking the pedialyte oh, because it's so like dark. 10 gatorades in one it's very dark check out the coconut flavor if you have food poisoning down in mexico city on one of your girls trips <laughs> it's a lifesaver i know you think that i'm always shutting off with my three girls charlotte <laughs> carrie marantha and sandy but i'm haven't <laughs> done that in a while <laughs> is what that my the vibe? one's name? What's the second one? Charlotte and Kamar- <laughs> Kamantha and Sa- Candy and Kamantha? Matantha and Sinky. Sinky. Sinky? Sinky and Marantha. We're all going to go to Mexico City and find our friends is going to stay on the whole time, you guys, because it can be tricky. Wait, I first of all, I don't want to get sidetracked because I need to know Chris's drinks, but do y'all find, who do you find your friends with? I don't. I've never used that feature in my entire I don't life. Find my friends. My whole family uses it twenty four seven, nonstop. My mommy and daddy, they know where I am. Find my friends. I guess as as an adult male, you don't really need find your friends. You don't really need friends. Mm. That's right. That's the key. Less friends. I think I've only followed a friend like as a prank, <laughs> and then I quickly unfollowed. But yeah, I've never. Yeah, that's never really entered my mind. And I understand the privilege that I have for not needing fun, my friends. Okay, okay, <laughs> relax. I don't really like I, I I don't really like the I don't even like to drop a pin. <laughs> like fuck you, dude. I'm gonna text you an address. I'm not gonna drop a pin. Yeah, dropping a pin is very music festival chaos. It's like you don't <laughs> yes, you spend yes. the whole time looking for someone not actually having any fun. Do you know how many times I've dropped a pin next to the monster tent at Warp Tour and my friends still couldn't find me? It's it's just haunted me it's haunted me <laughs> dude, forever. If I had a nickel, dude. So you're, do your mommy and dude. daddy text you every once in a while? Like, what in the world are you doing at? Actually, no. I, you know, I think if they weren't so fucking cool about it, like they're they were literally cool about it. If they weren't cool about it, I would have had ter- had to turn it off. They don't really say. Anything. So they, okay. they don't they don't get mad when you go to the Soho house like meat packing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I live right, right, right there. Should I not say that? No, I think it's fine. I'm already tied to this chair, <laughs> mind you. You're not. Um, you're not going anywhere. I'm West. I'm West Village, but I'm uh, meatpacking rising. You hear that, Jason? She she lives in the worst neighborhood in Manhattan, so she's definitely making money. I'm the happiest. I'm the happiest girl in the world right now because I live here. I like the West Village, Chris. What's your? What- Where do you like in Manhattan? I'm an East Village girl. I do love these, but you know, it's not well. 
you don't need to go on the train anymore because no one's going anywhere. Am I right? Zoom, zoom, zoom. <laughs> but back in the day, I didn't want to live east because there's no trains. So it's like. That's not true. If, I, if I need to go to beautiful Williamsburg to pick up a pair of jeans or a salad or something, I can just hop on the L. <laughs> you know, right? Wrap that, your sweet, <laughs> wrap your harvest bowl in a pair of denim. Exactly. And yeah. Take I, it to go. I, may, I, I take my 501s and make a little <laughs> purse for my salad. <laughs> we'll be sure to get your email at the end of this and make sure Sweet Green sends over some credit oh, for your you. uh, cashew account if you like they're one of our partners <laughs> i haven't had a sweet green in a while I'm, I'm sort of over it we'll edit that part out we're about to change that um they have an all new they have an all they have an all new menu that you might be interested in oh. mm-hmm. winter's upon us as you know kat the things that they've been doing with sweet potatoes lately knock oh, your fucking socks off unbelievable i i od'd i od'd on sweet potatoes and brussels sprouts in mm. 2016 and i haven't gone back <laughs> i'm glad you're here to i'm glad you're here to share with us today like matthew perry and, and vicodin i can't <laughs> touch them anymore chris five beverages chris what are your drinks chris up? well cat i will say this chris hates hypothetical games like this oh okay that's not true he seems okay he seems like he's having an okay time yeah I'm, yeah sure i'd love doing this he's horizontal yeah he's fully lying down i'd be, but... in, I'd be in bed <laughs> she's presenting um no i would only all i need is coffee and water i truly don't need anything else those are the only two things i truly drink he said chop all my other fingers off i don't care is food fuel is food fuel if that i mean i think you can live without it honestly <laughs> if you try hard enough 30 days probably yeah no problem i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> like to protest climate change i am going on a hunger strike um i'll keep you updated on that stuff yeah just dm me while not while we're ranking (laughs) and we're talking about antidepressants usually when we have certain guests on our show we'll ask them to list top three recreational prescription pills of all time in your personal life Uh oh really uh was that ever a thing that you used to enjoy in your life abusing prescription pills painkillers etc before you answer you look like a zanny chick to me (laughs) (laughs) billy eilish (laughs) it's all good i'm a card carrying good girl so i don't really do a lot of drugs but i have a shit ton of zanny and ritalin that i like to enjoy medically and sometimes for fun okay so you don't like to do drugs at all but you do a shit ton of xanax <laughs> shit ton. <laughs> i just have a lot you, you know it's such a good feeling when like your psychiatrist asks if you need more and you actually already have enough but you just say yeah and then you just like have it mm-hmm. and you feel safe like a squirrel hoarding the nuts and the cheeks why why the hell not did you read i'm just really kind of on this matthew perry story it's really giving me a lot to 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 learn i haven't read it yet my dad sent me the article well there's the only two things you need to know is he took 55 viking in a day and he spent nine million dollars trying to get sober what nine million dollars that's so sad it really is it would be sad except that he deserves it because of how bad friends is and it's kind of like, <laughs> he, he kind of like i mean if you think about it it's kind of fair you know what i mean <sighs> Oh my god, what goes around comes around. Um that's crazy. What do you mean 55 What do you mean 55 Vicodin? Like like every day you have to have 55 Vicodins or else you like shit yourself and like cry. But that's I mean like usually like I've heard of Xanax users reaching that as well like the Oh my god. The the bass player in Guns N' Roses I think he was doing 70 bars a day like so to get cool. out of bed. So what? cool. What? Isn't that, that insane is, to think that well, the tolerance tight. of the body can get to that level? He said he said you can tell you can tell by the way I looked what I was doing. He's like when I was fat, I was drunk. When I was skinny, I was on pills. <laughs> and when I had a goatee, I was really on pills. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Which really I, I really liked that breakdown of his his look. And because he told the story about how I guess the biggest scene on Friends was him marrying Monica, mm-hmm. and he spoiler he was in re- he was in rehab. They let him leave for a day to shoot that scene, then he went right back to rehab. That's insane. And and his weight fluctuated one hundred pounds during the course of Friends. Like yeah, at his lowest like one hundred twenty five, and his highest like two twenty five. Now that I can connect with. That I can <laughs> I'm serious. Pre and post pandemic, I'm like, who is she? Why? What do you? What do you think? What do you think? think happened were you just chilling too much when i'm like when i was like single and dating like i was always too hyped up on like adrenaline and stuff to be and fucking around to be like eating and stuff and then mm-hmm. when when i got into a relationship everything just kind of in a good way you know it slows down you're zen you're calm you're having a lot of fun meals 
And then that plus then I'd stopped moving for two years. Um, yeah. You know, and then I was drinking a lot and then but now I'm almost back. But yeah, it's been a journey. Maybe we need to do a sober October, sober November. Yeah. What month is it? <laughs> Who even knows? Don't you dare. But if you replace if you replace alcohol with marijuana, the pounds just melt right off, honey. That's true. But I don't. But marijuana makes me feel bad. Push through, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody wants to work anymore. That's true. (laughs) Running a marathon probably make me feel bad, too. Kim Kardashian Mm. was talking about you and weed when she said women don't work anymore. (laughs) She was was talking about you specifically. I knew that. I felt singled out. What is the show that you're doing in L.A.? What kind of character are you playing? Who are all the stars? What's it about? So I'm playing a funky. (laughs) So it's based on a memoir called What I Was Doing While You Were Breeding. (laughs) And it's about a TV writer who, who you know, as all her friends are settling down, getting married, having kids, or whatever, she's like, fuck it, kind of blows up her life and starts traveling the world. So it's very Eat, Pray, Love. Okay. And I play, the lead is, is this actress named Chelsea Fry, who's like my best girl. And then I play like her bestie, who is wild party girl, but then, well, I don't want to say. I've said too much. <laughs> Um, but it's a total dream because we get to travel. Oh, so you're going to like India to get some henna done and stuff. Essentially. I, I just got back from Iceland two days ago. Oh, you did the, the Reykjavik trip? We did the Reykjavik trip and then we're going to Argentina oh, yes. next year. Wow, this is cool. This seems like a good job and they're paying you for this, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm paying I'm paying to be a part of it. No, they're, they're okay. <laughs> no, it's a total dream. What's the Icelandic scene report? What's going on over there? I've never been. I always wanted to. It is so... Have you been, Chris? I haven't been, but it's it's very popular for New Yorkers because it's so close. Like, a lot of people it's go. It's so breathtakingly gorgeous. There's just so much open space. You just feel like an idiot for living where you live. And I hear the food's bad. I don't, I don't like cold fish. You know what I mean? I hear that, but I do like cold fish, and I enjoyed it. <laughs> I'm not talking about sashimi. I'm talking about some other shit they got there. I know what you mean. You're talking pick. We're talking. I love anything like pickled, smoked. Like I love. You like a herring? Oh. You like a weird trout? I had a very good lamb stew. They're known for Icelandic lamb. That was really good. Okay. What were the what were the hot spring looks over there in Iceland? Did you have flair or were you keeping it pretty chill? Oh, in the hot spring? Mm-hmm. I was doing understated elegance, wearing like a simple black old navy bikini. <laughs> Embracing my American my American roots. Let, you need mm-hmm. to let those Iceland Icelandicers know that old navy is still holding it down in this beautiful country. I I love Old Navy. I haven't been in a long time, I will say. What are you getting? What are you getting there? I just think, you know, you go to these stores and you see the basics and they're just so overpriced. You go to Old Navy, it's so, you just, you're like, okay, this is for the people. Like, I don't need to spend $300 on a t-shirt. Do you know what I'm saying? I can go to Old Navy. (laughs) Did you have a job in high school? I briefly worked at a boutique. What kind of boutique are we talking about? Um, Overpriced, like, treats for moms. Treats, you say? Jewels and scarves. Okay, 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 okay. okay Not okay. edible treats. What about y'all? I worked at anthropology. That's that's a vibe. That's absolutely a vibe. <laughs> I was in the fitting rooms and then cashier. You know what I call anthropology? Mm-mm. A store for moms who don't have kids. <laughs> Do you think that's true? That that makes perfect. Or maybe store for moms who have maybe lost a child and they need to don't bring fill us that down, void Jason. with a, don't with bring a candle down. from hawaii oh no child, no i'm always i'm actually death. always worried when i <laughs> no. sorry guys but like jason are you doorknobs and things are you moving what's with the moving boxes um that is merchandise oh. for our shows that have been sent over to our home and this is a big old big old boxes full of them um and then that of course is my sauna what Really? Yeah, you heard that right, Kat. Wow. Yeah. I you know I just saw it right before we potted. Damn. You look you're you're glowing. Thank you. I find merch culture really it's actually really difficult to make and sell merch. Do you agree? Uh no. Okay. Well I'll be in touch. <laughs> Most people do have a hard time with it, especially in the comedy world, podcast world. There's a lot of websites and companies where like you just send them a, a logo. And then they print it on, you know, like a, on a shitty shirt in a shitty way, and they send it to your shitty customer. <laughs> and it's it's not that. And we we I guess we do things a little differently, cool. and it has been working out well for us. Oh, I'm sorry, have, you I asked. With it? have you dined with us before? We do things a little differently. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> We're happy to help run your merch empire if you're looking. I thought you I thought you'd never up. ask. 
yeah. over there at Cohen Industries. <laughs> I feel like people want to buy, like people want to support you. People don't want to support us, and we still do pretty well with it. So. Oh, that can't be true. People adore you. I mean, I think they listen to the podcast because it's free. But like I'm saying, you know, like they adore us, but they don't want to give us money. They don't want to patronize us. It's two different things. I actually. But but mm. if you want to change my mind, honey, please go ahead. <laughs> Make my day. No, I just think you guys have some rabid super fans. It seems who are about out and about. Do you know any of them? Um, my friends, my friend's boyfriend really likes your podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> did that? Hey, did that I had make a your day? Dollar every time I heard that, <laughs> I've never listened to it, of course. But my my cousin's friend from high school, he likes it a lot. <laughs> He's on the rowing team. You know, it's funny because even though I I have a podcast, I do find it hard to listen to a podcast ever. I mean, I'm sure you guys can concur. Yeah, I tried to listen to yours. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I honestly, it's impossible to listen to. I would I no, completely no, no, no. hear no, no. you and I see you and you're heard. You're heard and you're seen. I I go in and out of tolerance levels for listening to other podcasts. There's some that where I'm like, oh, this is good. I was. You have to really be in the mood for it. A lot of planets have yeah. to align to really enjoy a podcast episode. It happens so rarely. What's everyone's sign? Virg. Don't freak out. We're both Virgos. Really? You know, all my all my shits Virg. All your shits Virg. <laughs> all what my does stuff, that mean exactly? Except for my except for my son. All my stuff is in Virgo. Okay. What? So does it, so we're all three Virgos? Is that what you mean? No, I'm just sort of trying to connect. Okay. So I'm we're we're actual Virgos, I'm lying. but your stuff is Virg. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. What take take from that what you wish? Do you gravitate towards Virgos? Yeah, I do actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> look at look where I am. Do you like our controlling nature? I want to be so in control, but alas. It feels good to be out of control sometimes too, Kat. Does it? That's why I do drugs. Mm, what <laughs> drugs do you like? Just marijuana. Oh. That's not true. That's not true. He likes MDMA. I've never done that. I mean, you kind of are MDMA, so it might not work on you. Why? Because you're just such a bright beam <gasps> of happiness and light. Oh, my God. You know what? I am really happy. Yeah. But I don't think you need it. But imagine if you did. I'm worried about the crash. No. It's not that bad. The the crash is not that bad compared to others. Like alcohol gives me the worst hangover out of out of hard drugs like coke or MDMA. Mm. I would say I, the fentanyl crash is bad, but I think that Molly, you could you could survive. Oh, That's scary. <laughs> uh, life is scary. It, sometimes, almost all the time, when you, if you if you zoom out from a from a macro level, it, it is very scary. If you get macro with it. It's a horror film. Stay, stay micro, my new catchphrase. Stay micro is I, I, that does have a nice ring to it. What are you going to do in L.A.? Well, besides your little your little TV show, you going to Little Dom's? Actually, I'd lo- I'd love. I have to say, I, I've never spent more than like two weeks there, so I I'd, I'd love to know what you guys enjoy. Snowboarding. No what? <laughs> Snowboarding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'll do. Thankfully, I'll be working, so hopefully, I'll be busy, and then I'll just be. Um, do you have a rental car? I actually. This is the first time I'm going to have a car, and I'm staying at a friend of a friend's house, so I'm going to have the whole LA experience, which I've never done. Okay, that's good. You, you're going to need a car, so that's that's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Is your um, is your Equinox membership New York only, or can you go to other locations? How do you know? I can go to them all. Oh, okay. <laughs> you have a passport. You have a passport membership. That's no. Good let me tell you this. Cut to me last summer walking into the Kensington Palace one in London. I say, excuse me, I'm here to work out. They go, no. No, no, no. no. They don't fuck so with I that. Love. I they go, you wish. They go, you wish. They said, I go, but I go, I have the glo- I have the all access. They go, you don't have the global. It, I've, I've experienced this exact same oh. thing. <laughs> Humiliating. Babes, this is Kensington. I'm going to have to do my squats in another room. <laughs> without weights there's nothing there's nothing that that kind of tears me down more than being all dressed and prepared mentally for oh. a workout and then being told no by some twit absolute if you well a good rule of thumb any equinox location that has the word blank house in it whatever it is you won't be able to get into that it. is so true yeah i've never been to if the, the gym uh, is a house i've never been to the printing famous printing house well, who has Prince. That was my anchor membership, actually. Is it nice or something? Who cares? There's a there's a pool. Is it like Soho House pool where it's like one lap? <laughs> um, no, it's it's. I've never been. I don't know, oh, okay. but I I believe they do have um cocktails though. So I think that is kind of. A, I don't support that. I'm not going to go 
drink at my gym. My God, we have to draw the line somewhere. Okay. Well, you never went to David Barton, I guess. You know, oh, the... I I used to walk by it. David Barton, there'd be a twink jogging with a vodka soda on the treadmill. That's no, <laughs> that's no joke. That's no joke. <laughs> Tell me more about this place, Chris. They're like, we do things differently around here, and it's like, oh my God, truly like crazy lighting. I only went once as like a guest because I didn't know I I was I didn't live in New York yet, and I was like, oh, let me go here, and it was a f- fine gym, but it was just like. I've, it's not it was just at, like truly people drinking like at the gym i don't know who david barton is he's just a he's i don't know anything about him except he had a gym but i think he was married to someone famous i think he maybe was a bodybuilder or something yeah i would hope so which is one of the scariest things you can be it's giving gt daves not to bring back kombucha it, it is giving gt daves a little bit i would agree with you all right cat you're over me? Yeah, we've no. had enough. We record cat. for an hour, but I still have to... I got to edit and get this episode up, and then... I love it. I got to pack and go. I got to go to... I got to be at the airport super early, so... It's oh, my God. Thing. It's one oh of those th- marathon days. Thoughts and prayers. Um, thank you. Thank you guys so much for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure. What a treat. It was so fun. So nice to talk to you, and um, yeah, have so much fun at the New York show. We shall. Have fun, eat, pray, and loving for money. Um, <laughs> I'm jealous. And if you need any Cali recommendations, lunch spots, dinner spots, I got you, bro. Please send them my way. You have my contact info. Let me know. I'll tell you which grocery store to go to on which day. (laughs) I love it. Okay. Thank you guys so much. Bye, Kat. Bye.